0: Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on February 25th, 2023. Hi everyone. I um I feel like I've already had a day because it's 1012 a.m. right now. I woke up at 6:45 because my brain and body just did not want me to sleep. So I woke up at 6:45, I meditated, then I baked cookies because I am going to see my friend Mel, and I said I was going to bring over some chocolate chip cookies, so I baked them this morning, and they came out great, if I say so myself, Um, if I do say so myself, Uh, and yeah, and so I'm exhausted, and I did the dishes, et cetera, et cetera, but, and I'm sure all the moms out there are like, yeah, that's, A typical morning for me, or you know, but it's not for me. I'm not a mom and I am tired and I feel like I should go back to bed, but I can't because I've got things to do. Uh, one of them being this podcast. Uh, let's see. This week was kind of rough. I've, I felt, I felt low, you know, after feeling so content for so long. I started feeling that familiar you know, what am I doing with my life? I'm not concentrating on the things that I should be. Like, I've really been slacking on my writing. And I i mean, I guess it's not about motivation necessarily. Well, yeah, it's about motivation, but who cares? You know, you have to do things regardless of whether you're motivated to do them. Um, that's at least that's my experience in life. And I just feel like I've been slacking. But at the same time, it's like, how do you concentrate on writing when you're always thinking about your sick dad, you know? So and you're not really getting fulfilled with your daily work, right? So I don't know. I I do need to like make manageable goals and whether that's just 20 minutes a week of Writing something and yeah, that doesn't feel like i'm going to get anywhere with that like if i'm trying to be serious But at least it'll make me feel like i'm doing something towards the greater goal I don't know. That's my plan. I have a I have a writing coach so i'm meeting with her on wednesday and you know I pride myself on being a good student and I kind of i've dropped the ball on the assignments that i've chosen for myself you know but I think the biggest lesson here is you have to do what's manageable for you. And even though like I am a little disappointed in myself that, I, you know, I say I want to do all these other things and if I'm not working towards it, then, you know, what's the point? Like, who cares that I feel like crap because I'm not doing anything to get out of that. (laughs) So I don't know. It's this loop of like disappointment But there's no point in staying on disappointment. I have to work towards manageable goals. So that's one thing. Um, Thing two, and I am getting out of my. You know, I can still be content and be disappointed in myself. So I'm I'm working on getting back to my contentness. And you know, it's the weekend, so it's it feels like it's there. Um, And. I bought myself this moissanite ring from uh, this jeweler that I had have been admiring for years. And I'd look on her Instagram and be like, oh, like I really want to buy one of these rings, but they cost a lot. So this year I bought the ring. I, I bit the bullet and I bought the ring for myself because, you know, I finally feel like I have a wonderful partnership with myself and i wanted to celebrate that i mean i celebrate that every day by buying a billion things for myself but you know i wanted to extra celebrate it and so i bought this ring and um when i got it i loved it and i made an instagram post and basically the jeweler and i were exchanging emails and you know she opened up a bit and i was like feeling like really great i was like cuz basically in my head she was Kind of a celebrity, right? Because I've been following her for years. And now we're like corresponding. Like I didn't expect her herself to be, you know, corresponding about the ring and the tracking and all that. But, you know, it's very hands on. She's very hands on. And so that's how we started emailing. And then I had like a lofty fantasy of, you know, she sent me this email and then I like wrote back this really like, heartfelt thing but it felt like it was a lot like I don't usually go so deep or like you know overshare. but we've been we had exchanged a couple of emails so it's not like it was like first one off the bat but it was a risk for me because I don't open up like that and I don't go deep like that so quickly and so I wrote her this long thing and then I didn't hear from her and I was like, oh my God, she thinks that I'm crazy. And I, you know, this is the last time that I put myself out there about this. Like, I, not meaning that I won't put myself out there, but like, I went, I feel like I scared her. Like I went in too quickly and stuff. But um, she did reply finally. And it was a nice reply. But I guess my fantasy of us becoming like, email pen pals (laughs) is not going to happen, but that's okay. Uh, You know, we're on great terms. Uh, So, but it was just kind of funny. I was like, oh, here, here you. this is what happens. You like share your thoughts and you're being totally genuine and you don't hear anything for the other person. And you're like, oh, well, I just made a fool out of myself. But I didn't regret it because it came from the heart. And it wasn't insincere, it was totally sincere, it was genuine. And if somebody, like, and she didn't, you know, she appreciated it. But, like, if she, let's say she didn't and she's like, this girl is crazy, then that's okay, too. Like, then we weren't meant to connect at all, you know? Um, But, yeah, I mean, if I were to do it again, I probably wouldn't go as deep, uh, I would hold back a little because, you know, I know the outcome. We're not going to be best friends, which is okay, I guess, you know, I just like maybe we'll become best friends if like I just buy rings from her every year. (laughs) That's an expensive endeavor. It's buying friendship and I'm not, I've never had to buy friendship before and I'm not going to start now. And granted, I could just be like a great patron. And she'd still not want to be friends with me. But that's not what happened. But I'm saying that's how I felt when I didn't receive a response immediately from her from my long ass email. Anyway, so that's that's that story. But I was like, wow, what a dummy Um, for me. I'm talking about me. What a dummy. Uh, And then yesterday was the worst day ever let me start off by saying that I was working, but I was working from home. And so my dad has been hounding me about going to the like Indian consulate in New York to get power of attorney attestation because of our apartment in India. And if we sell it, like blah, blah, blah. So I'd been putting it off for months. And finally, I was like, look, my Fridays are pretty light. Let's just do it. So the plan was uh, for me to drive into the city, uh, park at a garage, go to the consulate, drop off the papers. Then we go later and pick up the papers. And meanwhile, in between that time, we go hang out at my apartment so I can work there. And then once we're ready to pick up the papers, we pick up the papers and we come back home. So complicated already, in my opinion. And so, yeah, we drive in there. That's fine. We park in the garage. We go to the consulate. And, of course, you know, it's a consulate and, like, nobody's giving you any information and you're just sitting around looking puzzled. And uh, the document drop-off was from 930 to 11 or something. I don't know. Uh, so we're sitting there. We register. We're sitting there. And – uh then this old guy is walking around and he's like, oh, I think that we have to sign some paper for like a miscellaneous, because we were, it, it was a miscellaneous request that we were going in for. We weren't going for a passport or visa or whatever. So, So I'm like watching this guy and seeing how, like what he's saying to his wife. And I'm like, dad, did you fill out a form? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh God, like, here we go. This is, this is already making me feel like. Is this going to be a wasted trip? So then the lady, uh, you know, comes to the window at 9 30 and says to everybody, like, if you're here for any sort of power of attorney or whatever, you have to fill out this miscellaneous form, blah, blah, blah. And then so there's the next room over on the other side. Uh and basically there's two computers there that like you could log on and fill out the form and print it and blah blah blah. Okay, so then we all do a mad dash to that other side. There's two computers and let me tell you that the people who are on these computers took and they were there already, took five billion hours. It was insane. I thought I was just I was losing it as I was standing there waiting to get on the computer. And so there were two ladies on there. There was a guy in front of us. So finally, one of the ladies left and then said, oh, well, she's left the computer because she's like, yeah, it's not letting me fill out the information. And I'm like, oh, my God. So she's like she printed in. She's like handwriting the information. Then the guy goes ahead of us. He's taking forever. Finally, we get on the computer and, um, you know, I fill out the form and luckily I print it printed out and I didn't have to like write it by hand and all that stuff. So then once we got to, we got the papers, then we had to re-register again because our number was called already. And so we had to re-register again. Then this guy tells us that we have to lock our cell phones in this locker because no cell phones are prohibited. And that was so fucking annoying because I'm working. So like every, you know, five to 10 minutes, I'd be checking my email to make sure that like, I'm not missing anything and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, my God, okay, I guess we're going to lock our phones. But luckily, after we locked our phones, we got up to the window and handed over the documents. She looked at our passports, our OCIs, whatever. And it was fine, but it was hard for us to hear her. It was so loud in that place. And it was a bunch of papers and it was like very frazzled, frazzled energy. And so but once we got the documents, we just like felt amazing and we like we yes so we dropped them off we left the consulate then we're walking back to the car now when we get to the garage my dad drops like a, our passports and our OCIs like on the ground and i'm like dad like you know you got to be careful so he picks it all up we get in the car we go back to my apartment and he is once we're in my apartment he's like i just want to check that i have everything And so he's checking and lo and behold, he has his passport, our two OCIs, and my passport is gone. And we're like looking everywhere. We look in our packet of papers. We look in the bag that he kept the passports in and it's gone. And I'm like, oh my God, like you lost my passport. And, you know, in my head, I'm not... Of course, I'm upset with him, but I'm more upset with myself that I just didn't handle this, you know, like, why did I let somebody else do it? It, it didn't have to be like my dad. It could have been any other person, but this is where my Capricorn nature is like, If you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. And that's how I feel. The older I get, that's just I should have kept my own passport, you know, but I trusted that he handled whatever. So the passport was gone. And so then I'm like, all right, well, and so meanwhile, so I had parked in the parking garage by the consulate and then I parked in another parking garage uh, by my apartment. So the first thing I do is like I go back to my car in the garage to check if it's there in the car. It's not. Um, Then I go back to my apartment. I'm like, look, I got to Uber back to this garage because I'm positive that it just probably fell when you dropped everything. And um, we just didn't see it because there was a bench there. Could have flew under the bench. I'm positive it's there. And I'm also like telling my mom like, hey, mom, could use your help here, you know, um, so I was pretty positive that I would find it at the garage. So I get into an Uber, uh, get to the garage and I had called the garage too. And they said, no, we didn't find anything. But I'm like, again, if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. So, or if you want something done right. Right. So I then got into the Uber, went to the garage, checked myself, no passport. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So then I walk back to the consulate and I check with them. And you know, there's nothing there. The lady was like, I gave it back to you. I'm like, yes, I know you gave it back to me. I just came to check if it, I dropped it out here, you know? And she's like, no, nobody gave us a passport. I'm like, okay, not at the consulate. So now I'm like, what the fuck? And Um, I'm like literally retracing our steps on the sidewalk like on Madison Avenue and obviously I'm like looking around for a passport no passport Uh, then I Uber back to the apartment I go to Dunkin Donuts because we had stopped off there and so I asked them I'm like do you did you find a passport and they're like not understanding what I'm saying and then So I look around and obviously there's no passport. I'm about to leave. And then the customer is like, hey, she's saying something to you. And she's like, oh, the password The like another lady who worked at the Dunkin was like, the password is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not looking for a password. It's a passport. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know. You're saying password. I'm like, no, passport. And so then finally, the lady who was paying was like, she's saying passport, not password. It, it like was literally a 5 minute exchange back and forth of me being pa- saying passport and her saying password and i was i was like ready to lose it i was like it's not here i got to go so then i go back to the apartment and i'm just like it's lost it's abs- it's lost what can we do so i reported it lost because you that's what you're supposed to do i mean luckily all i do is google all day every day so you know I just Googled lost passport and then I saw like on the government website that you're supposed to submit it as lost or stolen like immediately so that it's invalid. So if anybody tries to use it, um, getting into the country or leaving the country, then they're going to be detained automatically. So I'm like, you know what? It's This is a lost cause because it's lost. There's no way we can find it. I've done everything I can. I've retraced all of our steps. So I reported it lost, which was a very easy process. Um, And now I have to, like, apply for a new one. Meanwhile, I didn't – I wasn't looking at my social media much um, because, you know, I'm frazzled. I'm working, too, and (sighs) – It was so much. It was so much yesterday. So then, meanwhile, this girl on Facebook message like writes a comment on a link about like this post that I shared about my dad's poetry. So I'm thinking it's just like an Indian person who's friends with my dad who likes the poetry or something. And but then I look at the comment and it says like, "Hey, did you lose your passport?" And I was like wait, what? So then I messaged her. I'm like, yes, I did. And she's like somebody in the Upper East Side's mommy group on Facebook posted that they found a passport with your name on it. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. So then I like realized that I also got another message on Instagram. And this is from the lady who actually found my passport. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I did lose it. And then, you know, I was like, could I get it from you around 4 p.m.? I'll be back in the area. And then I didn't hear from her. I didn't receive the message. She apparently wrote back not too long after that. But for some reason, I wasn't seeing these things on my phone. Um. Anyways, she had left the city, but she said she could leave it with her doorman or whatever. And I'm like, well, now at, the, at that point, I had left the city. So I was like, I'll be back on Tuesday. Um. Can I come p- pick it up then? And she's like, sure, we'll coordinate. So. My passport was found after everything, and what's crazy? Okay, so the Indian consulate is on sixty fourth between like Madison and Fifth, and uh, so in our parking garage was on sixty seventh. Now, where this lady found my passport was on seventieth Street seven zero. So my passport literally flew in the air three blocks like what? It's wild. But these two ladies were so nice to try to find me on social media. They were successful. You know, there are good people out there. I do think it was the right thing to do to report it lost because you never know. And now I have to go through the rigmarole of getting a new passport. But at least I'll have my old one. So if I need to like turn that in or if I just need to keep it like as a memento I can do that this dumb passport um but it like I don't know like if I had waited but here's the thing I usually do things quickly like when I have a task I'm not a person who waits on it um like with these kind of things either with work or like a lost credit card a lost passport like I don't wait on those things so to, should I have waited like a little bit, and then I would have seen that somebody had my passport, and I wouldn't have to go through this, maybe, but, like, also, who knows if it, like, exchanged hands before it got to this lady, as it was flying through the air in the streets of New York, my passport, (laughs) living its best life, it's like, fuck these people, I'm gonna go on a ride, Oh, my God. And it was a very windy day yesterday in the city. So I don't know. It was just a recipe for disaster. But um, I will keep you updated next week about whether I get my passport or not. The old one, this invalid one. um, You know, it's just too much. Um, But, you know, this whole time I was, like, asking my mom for help. I'm like, could you really – could you help me out? And I guess she did, right? Because these ladies found me on social media – um, which is wild. Like, how many Simona Roys in New York are there? I would assume more than one. And they found me. I don't know how many messages they had to send out. Like, I know nothing. Um, it's really crazy. So, thank you, Upper East Side Mommy's Group. <laughs> I have to say, and um, I just like this whole passport thing—the lost passport, like you know, a journey between three blocks. Like I I just, it's so crazy. You know, when I was feeling low, uh, earlier in the week, I, I did ask my mom for a big sign. I wanted a big magenta giraffe that I'd never seen before and I haven't received it, but I mean, I do think that she helped out with this whole passport nonsense. Um, So I don't know. I'm still waiting on that sign. I don't know if she's gonna deliver it, but she did deliver my passport. So what am I? What am I? What else do I want? Right? And then the other thing, as we were driving home, I saw Sutton Foster on the street corner, like on the Upper East Side. Spotted Upper East Side Sutton Foster. You know, like Gossip Girl. Um, But yeah, she looked really miserably cold because of the frigid air. So. So stay warm, Sutton, please, for all of us, because save that voice. And if you don't know who Sutton Foster is, she's a, a big Broadway star, star of the show Younger, um, actress, you know, whatever. So I always love seeing a celebrity. It's always special. But I was driving, and she looked miserable, and um, it was very cold. And if I was a brave person, I would have rolled down my window and said, I love you, Sutton, but I'm not brave. Anyways, I think that's, um, you know, all I have. I think that's enough. It was quite a day yesterday. Oh, and so before the passport stuff, I have to say, like, before I realized that somebody had it. So when we, you know, realized it was lost and I reported it lost, I went to the bathroom and the cherry on top of the cake was that um, my period started and I bled through my underwear. So, oh, my God. I the heater in my house is crazy. The heater got mad at my period story. But you know what? It's life. It's 2023. We're allowed to talk about our periods. But can you believe that after the day that I had, then I bled through my underwear? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I don't know. You'll have to tell me. But so on that note, uh it was a horrible day, but there are good samaritans out there and If you bleed through your underwear, you can always change your underwear. There you go. Well, and all I have to say after that (laughs) is bye.